right, we are back with Lex and Travis, and we are going to do a fun round of rapid fire hot topics. Since we've had so much serious stuff going on lately, we're going to do this one um, where Lex has just pulled together a bunch of various topics that we know nothing about, and she's just going to throw them out to us and let the guys mainly respond real quick. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like really, really excited because this is just like, you know, anybody who like watches any of the interactions I have with you guys, <laughs> I love messing with people. Yeah. I love getting so reactions much out of people. It's like my favorite thing. I still think we need to find a way to film these. We do. Because, oh my gosh. And now that we have my husband mm -hmm. in on this, like. It's He's my like number one favorite person to get reactions out of, so I think it's awesome. Um, this one is gonna be super light. Okay. Like I have a couple of very serious topics that I think just, hey, people need to know, and this is you know worth paying attention to. You know, we should be informing people also. But we we've been doing the rapid fire church edition, and that's gotten very heavy and very serious. So this is just like. From my perspective, hey, we're all sitting down and these are like normal random things. Some of it matters and some of it doesn't. But I feel like that's life. Yeah. That is what normal people do on a daily basis. You go, oh, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? And it, it just becomes a thing. Um, Brandon has given us permission to take a picture. Hey. <laughs> So Heidi's going to be in charge of that. So um, I'm sure when she posts this, she's going to uh, <laughs> uh, link to the, the picture and everything. Check it out on Instagram. So this first one is kind of to me in the middle, but it's one that I know is going to rile Brandon up for sure. <laughs> That's a picture I hate to do. Before he even hears it, he's already... So, because he knows, again, he's like face-flopping himself, because he knows, he knows. Just keep the camera up, because it's going to be good. All right. <laughs> Did you see it? No, I was... Okay. Here's the title, and I haven't even bothered to read the article, full disclosure, but this was posted on Newsweek um, on March 24th, and the, the headline is... You ready? No. Christians who support Trump are morally and spiritually superior than other devotees. Pastor Robert Jeffrey. Oh, no! Fox no! News. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I can't even get my phone. <laughs> you guys, he's dead. I think you killed him. <laughs> he's done. Robert Jeffers is like his favorite pastor ever. Ah! He doesn't rant about him on a daily basis. Oh, he hurts my soul. <laughs> he hurts my soul. <laughs> I'm dying right now. So, do I? Should I read part of the article, yes, or do please. you feel that you have enough blood pressure pills? <laughs> All right, maybe we shouldn't be doing this with no. these blood pressure. Some of the shenanigans. All right, I, so... I can't wait for this. A prominent evangelical pastor of a Texas major megachurch, strike one for me, <laughs> who is also a vocal supporter of President Donald Trump strike on two. Sunday... Strike two for me. ...said Christian followers of Trump have deeper convictions than other devotees. Okay, so now this isn't quite as bad as I thought because that sentence to me says 
he's not saying better than other Christians. He's saying deeper convictions than other people who support him that may not be Christian. But the headline made it sound totally different. Oh, that's to me. important. Yeah. Um, com- uh, hold on. He appeared on Fox and Friends earlier today to discuss a new poll which found a decrease in the number of people who call themselves evangelicals and what it means for the future of America. Commenting on the poll, Jeffries argued that rather than reading the 1.4% drop on the number of evangelicals from 2016 now as... A negative trend, people who identify should be seen as more devoted than ever because they are choosing to check the box. Here's a quote. 50 years ago, people felt compelled to check the Baptist for Catholic or Protestant box, even though they didn't embrace those beliefs personally just to be thought of as a good person. As our culture is becoming increasingly secular, I think people feel more honest to say what they really believe or don't believe. Uh, He says, despite the polling, churches are still growing rapidly. Churches like mine that are teaching the Bible. (laughs) We're growing furiously. The pastor explained, we cover six blocks of downtown Dallas. We've had two building programs in six years. It's not because people are attracted to me, but in an ever-changing world, people are craving the never-changing truth of God's word. Okay, you guys. Trust me, it's not the Bible that is making it increase that much because any real pastor who's truly teaching the word of God is not selling out the you know seats. What? You know what I mean? They need to do one of his church sermons for theology rest. No. Maybe that's that, that would be a perfect one. There's, I'm so glad. That, how do you think that we're going to make it off of one topic? You give me this the first thing. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I'm going to spice it up after this one. Okay, well, let me... (laughs) He's worried. Well, first, I'm (laughs) I'm so pleasured, and and I'm so happy. This this honestly makes my life that that you would bring this up as a face. Because Because every time he starts talking about it to me, I'm like... I I would love to have this, uh, because I have to deal with this when I see this, and I have nobody else to go out to have a a conversation about this even for a couple minutes. You need to just start texting my husband, because then you guys can report to each other. Well, this is a follow-up. Let me say, this is not the first time that he's made news headlines for something stupid that he said. He just recently said, a couple weeks ago that um, evangelicals who don't support President Trump are spineless morons that can't admit when they're wrong. Direct quote. Direct quote. I, I mean, got, I'll get the article right here. It's from Christian Post. He, 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 direct quote. So this is the first. So so people that don't agree are with spineless. this are spineless morons. Christians who don't Christians who don't agree are spineless morons. And then, but yet, Christians who do agree have a higher spiritual understanding? Yeah. Is what, is, is what he's saying. Yeah. This so way. then he actually is making the point that we initially thought he was, despite how he couched it in this article, when you compare it to his I'm previous statement. you put together statement. other yeah. things he said. And without trying to sound completely crazy, this man is, he's definitely not the level of Billy Graham or anything like that. However, he is a representative or of evangelical right-wing Christianity to the rest of the world. I mean, yeah. he's on Fox News. He's on the. He's on news. He's all over the place. He's with Trump and his stupid little smile everywhere. I'm sorry <laughs> to be slanderous, but it's it's when it's when you're dealing with this kind of 
seriousness. It's just he he constantly tries to ingrain these things together, and and, and I just can't believe how just. I don't know how to put this right, but just how mainstream, worldly mm-hmm. that he has tried to make this and tried to, to say that if Christians aren't involved in all of the happenings here in the world and they don't support our wonderful president, that, that well, they're just going against God. And this is like... <laughs> Have you read the Bible? <laughs> I, I don't even... I'm not saying you can't like the president and you can't be interested. I mean, because you can definitely do that. But, but he's he's saying that... Well, well why can't Christians... Well, why can't Christians... I don't care. Yeah. Well, he goes, well, why can't tri- Christians support the good things that Donald Trump has done for this time? What? What? New York just passed that law. We were just talking, and we look at these topics in our news every single day. I know the president doesn't handle everything, but somehow we think he does, and and he he magically does everything, right? But any either way, what is it? What do we have? Well, yeah, we have satanic groups meeting at the schools. We have we uh, are, and then this opposition. I love because they get in, they defend it, and they act like, oh my gosh, this opposition to Christianity is so surprising, and it's so satanic, and and oh man, Satan's getting, and the Democrats, they're full of Satan trying to attack us, and I'm just like, you are, you are a moron because blind. I think back to Isaiah, blind guides. This is your just. This is just childish stuff that you're sitting here arguing and talking about, and getting people's focus completely off of Christ and completely focused on the worries and cares and the affairs of this life. I mean, we don't get entangled in this in these ridiculous civilian pursuits of, of a better life, a better America. Not saying that we don't have a duty to to do these things and, and to try and, and to definitely be the light for Christ and be a lamp in the salt of the earth. However, there, there, there comes a certain understanding. Jesus didn't come into the world to try to overthrow Rome and say that, you know, this is, hey, this is the new thing, and, and if everybody doesn't agree with me, well, then, then you're a spineless moron. This is never what... Things Jesus never said. <laughs> I mean, this is just never what he said. And and this is a person that is trying to to do this. And this is just the flow of our evangelical Christianity as of late. Well, which nobody questions, and that's the scary. Thing. No, and it's popular because this gets shared all throughout social media. This is this goes into this goes into the pulpit. So now, since he's a prominent Southern yeah. Baptist pastor. Now this all of a sudden becomes a new Southern Baptist pastor thing where, hey, our leader Jeffers and our, and, you know, his minion Trump say this, and if you don't agree, this is, this is it, and worry about this, not anything else. And it's just fundamentally for me, it comes down to, you know, we always say this, all four of us always say this, like, just because it comes out of your pastor's mouth doesn't mean that it's like absolutely 100% something that you need to take to the bank. What you need to be doing is comparing everything that your pastor says with what the Bible says, which is the shortened version of what Brandon just basically said. Yeah, yeah, you just, 
this is it's it's ridiculous to me. So I, I don't really have like a huge opinion on like the subject matter of the article, but my whole thing is it just like shows well, and I the fact people are interested in what he has to say politically bothers me. And I just want to point one pe- yeah. one thing out because one of his things is how many great things Trump does for Israel, and this is his big thing. And Christians support Israel, and we, as Christians today, we have no idea why we support Israel. We just assume, hey, Jesus was Jewish, right? So like the Jews, so like <laughs> yeah. we love Israel, yay Israel, and let's wave the flag and support. Tri-. But we don't really Jesus understand what these things. And Jeffers is up there. As a pastor, as a man of God, knowing what what we know from from studying from, I mean, he's went to seminary. I mean, the guy knows what he's what he's talking about, right? So we have a prominent pastor standing up there saying these things. Okay, well, the president has supported uh, even not necessarily. We we don't have it yet, but he's shown interest in a two state solution for Israel. So splitting Israel and giving part control to the Palestinian people, two state solution. We know that the two-state solution is Hitler's final solution. We're putting the Palestinians right next door to the Israelis like that. You have to understand that they want to kill the Israelis. They are trained to kill, not all of them, not all of them, but mostly their their ideology is to remove Israel off of the map. And that's what most people don't understand. So when you have a president that says, oh, hey, I want to do this. I'm doing good, right? We're just trying to have peace and joy and everything else. And then this other, then Jeffers comes in and says, oh, look at what all these great things he's doing for Israel. It's he like, whoa, even if you're talking about dividing it, but then the reason why you're dividing it too is you're not a great friend to Israel if you're trying to put the Palestinians right next door to them. That shows that you're completely ignorant on, on geography, on history, and ignorant on all kinds of different things if you're trying to do this to make this program so that's that makes this no friend of israel right. when when you're supporting these types of things and a man of god knows that right. and especially a man that holds to a pre-tribulational view which means that you have to hold a place for the literal nation of israel in your whole theology and he does and you're not, and he's sitting there on the day that, even going back to the day that he dedicated um, or did the embassy move. Oh, yeah. You know, he's sitting there talking about, basically talking about this inclusive relationship between Jews and Christians. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what are you saying? So go ahead. I'm sorry. So I've that's how forever. he feels on that topic. And those pictures are going to be fantastic, <laughs> you guys. I'm so excited. I'm just. Thankful um, that he's still alive. So the next couple are like they don't matter really okay. at all. They're Green just blood pressure. They're just funny things. It's yeah, weird news. Just... It's weird to me that this was written as news, but it's interesting. This next one um, fascinates me on a number of different levels. Um, the title is "Court Rules: The Middle Finger Is Constitutionally Protected." <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> did you read topic. it? I did. So to me, it fascinates me that one, this was even something that was brought to court. Yeah. Did you imagine? Did you hear about this, Heidi? So no essentially, idea. this woman got ticketed. Pulled over. She ticketed. got pulled over and ticketed for flipping off a police officer. Because, but she flipped him off as he was as he was leaving. 
Yeah. She didn't. She was as he was leaving. He ticketed her, and she was leaving. The, Strictly for flipping him off, right? She would. She didn't do any. Or did she? No, do no. Anything? He pulled him over for an unrelated incident. Okay. He pulled her over for an unrelated incident, okay. and that she as, and I don't believe that he wrote her a citation. He wrote her a warning. Right. And then as he went to leave. And she, she went to leave. Off. She flipped him off as he was leaving. So he decided And so he to pulled her back her. over and and yeah. decided to jerk move her. And it didn't what work out What would well. he ticket her for? Speeding. He gave her the original speeding ticket. He gave oh, her the original ticket. Oh, okay. But the thing is, she took it to court. Because she's like, he let me go. Yeah. He, he retaliated because, because I, flipped I flipped him, him off. off. So to me, it's a really... To me, this is an interesting gray area. Because number one, I feel like... Do you want me to answer this as a Christian or a libertarian? <laughs> well, if you can't do both, you're doing it wrong. Oh, he can do both. Can you, you be can a Christian and a libertarian? Absolutely so not. give me the one answer. What, no, absolutely answer? not you okay. can't. Because one, one gives me freedom yeah. to flip that bird, and the other says to remain subject and to not treat people like that. Well, and that's why I thought that this was interesting, because there is, there's, there's the two viewpoints. Like, number one, like, what are you doing flipping them off, lady? Like, come on. This is this is unnecessary. But in but this country. You want a free country. In this you country, of you have the right to do that. So you try. You did this on purpose. That was genius. Yes. This is where this, this splits. So to answer this question as a Christian or a libertarian, you can't. You have to make the decision. But because we, you can't Well, but that's where I think it comes from. Because if you live in the world, obviously not everybody is a believer. So the world's view should be, that's where this libertarian view comes from. Did you in. want to read the article, Travis? No, I was actually just looking up if there was a Michigan law that said something like disrespect to a police officer could be ticketed. Or we should there's, do one there's not. where we yeah. look up all the weird But constitutionally, no. that'd be scary. Right. Right. So, if you could disrespect a law enforcement officer and you could get fined or So, but I don't know how I feel about the fact that she won her court case because part of me is like, okay, but you sped. And he was technically doing you a favor by letting you off, and then you were rude about it. It was just the idea of him giving, going ahead and saying, getting offended because yeah. of the fact of you. Like, I don't think he should have been able to, like, act out on his personal feelings on the matter. But the fact of the matter is, initially, she broke the law and deserved the ticket. So I kind of feel like this shouldn't have even been a court But he matter. also probably knew that it was free speech and knew that he couldn't give her a ticket for what she did, but it pissed him off, and what he could give him a t- a ticket for but the he didn't citation. lie about what he gave her a ticket for he gave her a ticket for something she legitimately did wrong sure but wouldn't that be the ultimate like yeah, yeah. Oh, okay you were speeding so I think after I said hey this is a to non me, this is kind of like as a parent right if I if my kid gets caught doing something wrong and I'm gonna let it go but they know I've been displeased but I've decided not to punish them if my kid then turns around and like Jumps off and slams the door to her room. I'm going in there and punishing her for the original. <laughs> but then it's just tacky. But then it's, it's just tacky at that. Point. But then, but I mean, especially for a law enforcement officer, it's yeah. like you you're trained to deal. A middle finger should be nothing to you as a law. Yeah, it shouldn't officer, affect really you. This should, should not catch you in the field. Your skin is and that your skin thin is then. is yeah. very very thin. And well, people get they get flipped okay. off. Deal with it. So, did you? Okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry. From a Christian worldview, come on now. Okay, um, we've got libertarian over here, <laughs> and then to my right, well, we no, have just, the... <laughs> I mean, the, the two sides of the coin is one: we should respect our authorities. Amen. Yeah. These officers have a really tough job. Sure. I mean, even I can think back, even when the you know coming from Charlotte area and sure. the riots we had a few years ago, 
just mm-hmm. over a guy getting shot in and it was like such a big deal but I remember they took uh, I guess a liberal uh, newscaster with some police officers and put her through some of the like scenarios where they had yeah, the shooting instantly. thing yeah. and she's like oh man this is scary like they, you have to go through these things and being a marine you have to think and it, I mean it literally has to be muscle memory identify a threat engage a threat and do this while also being able to say not a threat don't shoot this person. Yeah. Clearing houses. But see, but right. see, that's the thing is you have that training, and that's True. what our law enforcement needs because they, they do. don't have that. They react to the immediate threat. If there's a threat, boom, done. You have right. to go so, through a process. I just realized that Travis and Brandon will probably ninety percent of the time have complete opposite reactions to basically every cop video that is posted. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Not, not. I, I don't. I don't that. think. I don't think your ultimate conclusions would be much different, but your inclination when you initially watch the video is going to be very different. Well, okay, I probably favor the cops. He's is that what all. You're yeah. Well, no, because I don't. I don't think necessarily that I wouldn't, because my mind already goes to law enforcement. That's where. That's where I get a lot of. I, I think get a lot you're of, more inclined to go. Okay, but let me really look at this and see, like. He's going to go, yeah, he, like without watching the video, Travis will almost every time go, I'll tell yeah, you, but what they do to deserve well, it. But Where see, you're going to look at it and go, hold on, was this just No, I look at it from the cop's perspective every single time. I'll tell you exactly you? how I do every that's single time. That's what he was time. racing. He was that's being what I'm racing. That, but but I, and that's, where, that's why I always try to hammer in my point. My yeah. point is, is that I take law enforcement seriously. Right. So in the way of I believe that it's a duty. And it's a God-ordained duty to do for your community. The type of policing that we have in this country is a joke, is a literal joke. Now, they do have a tough job. They do. And it's not always their fault. However, the training is not there. The the quality is it's very few and far between. There's great cops. I know plenty of them. I, I mean, I was raised around a bunch of them. I know, I know plenty that take the job very very seriously. Mm-hmm. And most of them agree in the same exact way that I do. They take and look at every single situation. Yeah. And most of them that you would talk to, I talked to. I probably most recently to one that I didn't know personally was a Monroe officer years ago. Um, that we were we were at a wedding and he was doing security and we just ended up shooting the, the stuff for for all night you know we were just going back and forth Six hours. he was the, <laughs> he was the coolest cop. you wouldn't even know that this guy was a cop if he wasn't stand there in his little uniform in his cop car because just the way that he was talking he was the most libertarian of libertarian cops that I could find and and we were both just had this kind of you know uh, just this kind of understanding but see every police shooting and every video like that I always go through this is there something you know yes you look at the threat but then as a police officer you're a public servant so is there my job is to get this person the justice that they deserve regardless of the situation it can't be something that I just think is going to harm me you have to understand that this is a tough job you're going in and you and you might die and you might die Mm -hmm. in a minute but that's that's part of the job. That's a sacrifice the of job the job. You signed up for. It's a job that you Not voluntarily like you signed up for. for it. And you guess what? For it. Every person that you come across, you don't know at what point they are in their life. They mm-hmm. could have made a mistake at that moment. Mm-hmm. Some mistakes are unrecoverable. I understand that. I'm not saying in every single minute. 
But in every single point, your job is to maybe that person really, 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 really messed up this once. And they're not in their right minds. Is there something that I can do that I can take them and not take the life in some other way that I can give this person a second chance? And not in every situation, it's not possible. But with our policing, the first reaction is to boom, threat, you're done. And then everybody, then yeah. and then we have all these problems, all these right, and people go, you know, are questioning these things. Mm -hmm. And I find that there's two sides, or either we're going to attack the cops, or you're going to go on the other side and say that no matter what they do, everything is correct. Don't ever question anything that they do. Well, it, honestly, I think a lot of this stems from the just from this whole disrespect part. I mean, I don't. I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe it was that bad 50, 60 years ago. Then again, I didn't live in the 60s. So, well. you know what I'm saying? But it's just this this complete belligerence to authority. And, and I forget, what is this group now? They're like, this isn't constitutional. What are they called? You know, the and they get pulled over. I forget the name. But they start quoting yeah. certain things like, this isn't a constitution. You don't have a right. I have a right, right to, to travel un. Oh, okay. That yeah. whole nonsense, like, okay, come on. That's yeah, question. some of that goes a little too far. So, but the other half of it, just simply, I'll just state it was, hey, the cop took his power too far. Sure. The, the pulling on the second time wasn't proper. Mm -hmm. He had simply just said, "Listen, lady, you, you sped. Mm -hmm. You're six over. Here's your ticket. See you in court or pay your fines." Mm -hmm. That him, her flicking him off, would he have pulled her over again? Probably not. But again, that was his white mm -hmm. skin. Oh, I just let her off with a warning. Just the yeah. nerve of this I'll lady. show her. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that and was abuse of power. So and we tend to think of it emotionally. So, but in, in reality, if looking at it from a lawyer's perspective, it's freedom of speech. I mean, yeah. You weren't happy with with whatever occurred. You can express it, and you're not hurting anybody or threatening anybody. So this next one, I'm not going to read the headline for, but I picked it because it reminds me of old Brandon. Oh, boy. Oh, that's good. Like the Brandon that still needed a little more Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, and actually, okay, so, so the deal is this guy was forced to shorten a fence on his property that okay. he had installed a six foot fence. It was like $9,000. He did, he's got large dogs and he's trying to protect them. And I don't believe his fence was really any taller than any other fence in the neighborhood. But one of his neighbors took him to court to get him to shorten it because where he put the fence up, um, I guess caused issues people couldn't see as well into the intersection or whatever. I don't necessarily think old Brandon would have had a problem. I think he would have been like, oh man, like that's bad. But he got mad. He's like, I just sank all this money into it. Fine. And he, they told me they were going to fine him $500 a day for every day that he didn't shorten it. So he got really peeved and took revenge in a way that I could totally see like your brothers oh, God. doing. He, he didn't say it. <laughs> I'm trying to find the sentence. Um, he put a bunch of naked mannequins that he was saving for the right, right occasion right there in his front yards. 
He couldn't bring himself to throw them away, and he was originally going to use them for target practice. But now he placed four of the anatomically accurate mannequins around a table while a female dummy stands with her arms <laughs> over her head. The dummy display features a sign that reads, Reserved seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence to the city. <laughs> so okay. Brandon is standing I, right now. I know why you said that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Heidi knows. Yeah. She knows. So. <sighs> yeah. So again, this 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 is not a political. He would have done, done it. <laughs> this is not a political thing. It's not even really like. What's the right view, Christian? Why? I'm assuming this is in like a subdivision. Yes. It How is. people will purchase a home in a subdivision, and I know you guys live in one. I yes. don't know what your guys' rules are, but we how, don't like it. But how people can purchase a home in a subdivision, I don't get. I feel like that's the one thing with the Duck Dynasty episode that I totally agree it's with. Like when he goes, in, it is like your home that you own. <laughs> she has the picture of it. But your home, your land that you own, isn't yours. You don't get that. And how yeah. we're okay to sign our rights away to these subdivision rules that are subject, like, I just, I don't get it. But I would more so want to question, why is your neighbor saving a bunch of naked mannequins yeah. Yeah, exactly. for the right occasion? <laughs> I feel like I have other questions here. So, that would be the right occasion. So he doesn't say... <laughs> why he had them okay. just that he was saving them he couldn't really get rid of them i don't know if maybe he's an older gentleman maybe his wife made clothes or whatever i don't know that's probably reaching but he thought he'd use them for target practice which scares me even yeah. more but i can totally right. see my husband going right let's dress these mannequins and use them for target i could totally see you doing that travis so yeah by the way the locals are actually enjoying the display He's had like 50, like 50 people have stopped to take pictures Selfies and tell him how great them. that they think it is. And it, so it looks like right now he gets to keep it. But he was just so mad that he put up this fence and these hey, people. Man. And I think, too, I'm wondering, it doesn't say that the neighbors tried talking to him about it first. Yeah. It just says she went, and I'm wondering if it was, because you see that a lot. People yeah. just take it directly to court, and they don't try to talk anything out. So he may have just been peeved, and I would have probably been peeved if it was like, oh, yeah. well, why are you doing this? Why didn't you just talk to me about it first? Um, so, yeah, I just, that one doesn't matter. <laughs> But I, I had to. I I had to bring it up. Um, I've got so many random ones. Here, Heidi. A man trapped in snow for five days says he survived on taco sauce packets. <laughs> Isn't this what you and Brandon were just talking he was, about? He, uh, Travis and Brandon were literally just talking about this because uh, this guy and his dog. Yeah, that's right. There's a dog, yeah. too. A taco sauce packets in his car or whatever. So how, how many times does somebody have to go to Taco Bell and save the three <laughs> to four packets that it's, you know? Well, but like, how many how times you, have you come home, though, and we, like, grab, they always put, like, 30 well, packets yeah, well, in there, true. and then you stick it. We we clean out our fridge, but there have been times where we've gone in there and, like, the little shelf where we would place condiments was, like... Five days, though. Oh. So he, he must have been literally eating the well, snow. Well, got, you've got to remember that taco sauce has sugar in it, too, though. So yeah. there's that. Well, I, well, that just, just to share, when we were talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah. this, uh, I was saying, you know, going through uh, Marine Corps boot camp and the fact that 
when we went through the crucible, just two and a half days of grueling, just trekking around, uh, full packs, everything, going through all these obstacle courses, and then the last day was meant to be... <laughs> Sugar in the... Yeah. <laughs> the last day was meant to go over uh, the Reaper. This is uh, this is at Camp Elton, by the way. And I had eaten all my food, and I was desperate. So the last night, the end of night or day two, all I had left was my little Tabasco bottles, my sugar and salt packets, and I cut an MRE bag in half, filled it with water, and dumped the Tabasco salt and sugar packets in there, stirred it up, and had me some soup. And that that was me uh, making it yeah. through the next day. So, okay, this next one, I'm not even, like, we're probably not even going to read it because just the title enough is, well, it's just, it's just dumb. It's, again, it's, it, this one doesn't matter, but come on, come on, people, can we be smarter? Doubt so, it. Doubt it. it says unicorn costumed, <laughs> not masked, <laughs> unicorn costumed suspect unmasked by police. He, this this dude, what? Sorry, unicorn costumed robbery suspect has been unmasked by police. It was a costume, not a mask. So full unicorn. A pink, a unicorn? pink and white unicorn costume. Why wouldn't anybody just give him the money if he walked up <laughs> in there in a freaking? If if a unicorn was trying to rob you, I'd be like, here you go. So this will never happen in my life again. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on, though. They You're they right? stole cash and cigarettes from High's Dairy <laughs> Store. No, 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 hold on. It, so it says there's two of them. <laughs> now, just, are they in the same unicorn? Costume? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is important. No, no, no. Are they no, separately? The one was the driver. Oh, okay. Well, they driving, the driving what? Not riding? <laughs> uh, Baltimore sh- County oh, donned wow. a pink Baltimore. and white unicorn costume and smashed <laughs> a convenience store register with a crowbar on Saturday. Um, this unicorn. other dude was driving <laughs> and they fled with cash and cigarettes. They're cash and cigarettes, baby. The Paris car crashed into oncoming traffic and crashed into crossed into oncoming traffic. Crashed into mailboxes, a utility pole, shrubbery, and a boulder, which sent the car back across the road until it hit a tree. Both men were hospitalized with serious injuries. Did you go to the hospital in a did, unicorn? Did the well, okay. Yeah. Did. Hold, hold on. Okay. Like, did it? So he he literally went to the hospital in a unicorn costume. <laughs> they found a discarded unicorn costume oh. in a bu- in the bushes. Oh. Uh. So he took it off. Be of like, man, it was a unicorn that robbed me. There's no picture. I am. Because well, I had a couple questions. I'm like, if you took the cigarettes, but you have on a unicorn mask, how are you smoking? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Number two, if you're dressed up like a unicorn, how do you think you're gonna blend in and you're not gonna stand out? But I guess they did. He discarded. He discarded the unicorn costume. Okay, so this one makes me have questions. More than. But it's not like the unicorn level. Man's mobile phone protects him from arrow attack. Was it like, what's the president? Travis can figure it out. <laughs> no, I'm not confused that a cell phone could stop, but I'm trying to figure out why this dude was Being attacked, attacked with, with arrows. Well, you never in know. Australia. 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 Okay. Oh, that answers everything. Yeah. Never mind. That's clearly how things happen there. Did now, was he filming them and they shot his phone? Maybe that would be a good question. Like, yeah, so, I don't He know, was left with a small cut on his chin. Um, dude, look at this. That's 
There's it That's shows so cool. the arrow actually went through the phone but was stopped oh. just enough. He had raised his phone to photograph the potential attack when his assailant fired the arrow. Instead of being a camera, okay, the phone suddenly like became the a life story shield. Well, this is like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, this is yeah. like Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> Something's like, right, though. Was, so you're right. The two like, men like, were known to each chat. other. They knew each other. Um, he, The guy who fired the arrow was charged with an assault and property damage. Thanks. So not attempted murder. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, but they yeah. haven't said Australia's why. Legit, man. But they won't say why. Like, why? Because it's Australia. Like, but can you imagine? I can't court. imagine going, so my best friend's husband shot an arrow... At my husband, like, why? How mad are you at someone to potentially, if I'm holding up my phone, that's in front of my face. You've got to be really mad at someone to shoot an arrow at their face. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty big level. I've now. seen some, like, pretty funny tweaker videos on YouTube that, like, I would believe that. Yeah. Well, they don't say anything about dress up. All right, this one you guys have heard about, but I would like to talk about it. I was America's first non-binary person, and it was all a sham. Did I? Oh, you I sent you that, this? right? Oh. Um, so the guy, this, so this article, wow. I've read, I actually read the entire article, sent it to Travis, like, for once I actually know what the story is. What so time? the guy, uh, Jamie Shoup, was... Um, I, he was the first person in the United States to be granted the title of non-binary and then was therefore the first person to have non-binary marked on his birth certificate. So he's like a hero, right? Or was a hero. Well, he, he was. was. So the deal was. is, so the Cliff Notes version of this story is this dude was in the army. He um, was married to a woman. I think they're still married, but I don't know. He's still married. I don't know if he's married to the same woman. I haven't done that research. But he um, thought that he was a woman, um, went through to do, uh, he, to, to basically, I think he, he did some of the transitioning. Role. I don't think he did. He didn't do the, he didn't he didn't do do the, the genitals, the genitals but I think he, he got the implants. Test, the, the testosterone. The the estrogen. estrogen. I don't know that he got implants. I don't know. He was able to recover from it, but he, you know, he suffered from PTSD. He suffered from abuse as a child. There was a lot of mental illness stuff going on. He's admitting he wrote this article. I mean, he talked about his, first of all, his process into going there. He said only one therapist throughout his entire transition, tried to stop him, and it took like a two-minute phone call to get a new therapist. That person hmm. was, was kicked out um, because they were questioning motives and, and things like that. How and dare so, you stop him from doing The thing is, he goes through, he's living life as a woman and, and doing this stuff, but he, he was like, he did not make a convincing woman. He had a hard time. He eventually hit a point where he could not see a woman when he looked in the mirror, but couldn't backtrack either and so then it became okay well I'm not because binary too far so, on the on the so mind you this is a, well, this, never, is, this is a guy who was in the army but did he still in the army actually while this is occurring I think okay and, the problem is is he didn't make a pretty woman right right so so, so the <laughs> if you scroll through that article there's pictures of him through all of yeah, the you different see all those transitions uh, 
so anyway, he becomes the first non-binary person. Then all of a sudden, all these people are reaching out to him. He did not seek the birth certificate. The people sought him to make him a big, huge news story. He becomes the hero of all this. He's chatted as all this I don't stuff. I that he's then, an ugly guy. But then he, then he started speaking out against transitioning children. He said, this is wrong. You cannot do this. Well, still agreeing with okay. his... Yeah, at, at the time, at the time, I think he did. I'm not really sure as far as all that, but all of a sudden, you know, everybody's yanked his name off of everything. He's no longer, um, and he, since that time, has has been going to therapy and things like that, realizing he's reclaimed his life as a man. He got his driver's license, now says male, um, went, and he basically reversed everything, but he wrote this article on... You know, I never was non-binary. That was never a thing. It was just me. He essentially said it was him not wanting to admit that he made a wrong decision. Mm -hmm. So if I can't be a woman but I can't admit that I'm a man, then what am I? So that's kind of where he's saying non-binary was never a thing for me. This is what happened. So what I found fascinating on this is it reminds me of the lady in the court case for Roe v. Wade who is staunchly anti-abortion now. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. For those of you who don't know, I think most people assume that, you know, yes, yeah, she won and aborted her baby. No, it took years for this to go through. So she actually ended up having her baby, and that baby was then put up for adoption. Um, but I find it interesting that this woman, it was a very similar thing. The lawyers who used her sought her out. Yeah and used her as a figurehead. Yep. Um, and this kind of what happened with this guy with the non-binary movement. And I find it so interesting that there's now two huge, life-changing, American life-changing court cases where the people who were the picture of those cases do not agree yeah with the other. neither one of them by the way I don't, I don't i don't know that the woman from roe v wade isn't a christian but i don't think she is is she i don't know i don't, I don't know i, I know I that she's against abortion I, but i don't she know is that she's against a christian abortion. i don't believe she's a christian i'm sorry i mean that would be the I'm great wrong. cinderella story if she was yeah, but i'm I don't sorry think if she, i'm wrong I on that so. i apologize in advance just in case but I, this guy is well, not claiming to be a christian either so i find it interesting that these people who are potentially not saved went through all of this stuff where believers in the causes now have come full circle and said no 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 this wasn't right well this ha this is how the word world works right? and then it'll exploit people like this and make and yeah. this is the world and this is the problem with these things that like we were just talking about in the jeffers thing where this 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 like you know positivity and this forward you know the, speaking that if you don't agree with our way then you're idiots and see we're making things better and different things like this and it's like no you don't understand that there's always going to be somebody in the world to take somebody like that and exploit the crap out of them and make it the worldview and make it look like anti i mean everything in this world goes against god right. so just like in the roe v wade yeah you're exploited and guess what you started a whole sham of a movement where you turned it in. But this is exactly the way the world works, right? Because what do we do? We introduce it. We find one person that has this issue and then we turn it into we turn it into this this marketable issue where we market it as an issue and then we make we give these people faces and, and then we make it about love and acceptance and everything else. And then it turns out that they're exploited to crap 
yeah. then when they get to that, they're like, oh man, I was used. This is all BS. This is the world, and to this me, is the way. This it kind works. of is like a. It almost is is a visible proof to me. When the Bible says that everybody believes in God, mm-hmm. everybody has the written law on written on their heart. hearts. Mm-hmm. Even those who don't proclaim to belong to him, it makes me wonder, like, how firm are people's convictions really? Because at the end of the day, you really have that. And speaking of those convictions, the next topic, the unplanned movie. Yeah, that I know my husband so really tell, wants to So tell us what it is. So, I feel like I've seen it like on a clip on Facebook or something, but I don't. I okay, don't know. so the unplanned movie. Have you heard of Abby Johnson? Nope. Abby Johnson was at one time an abortion director. So real person. Real she person. is a real okay. person. Real story. I know. Everything yeah. in here is true. Everything is real. And this is what the movie is so based on. It is based off of her journey in her belief. And so, this is like a mainstream, like a, a normal movie, or like a uh, Christian It's kind of well, like War Room. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, the, the, the Guys Not Dead group, I think, is the one okay. that yeah. okay. so, so it's in theaters on um, Friday, March 29th. Is that the only day, or is it just the first no, day? No, I think that's the opening day. But probably like selected. So, so here's the there's deal. Some, there's some caveats. So here's the thing. This movie. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about it. I've read some articles about it, but I have some issues. Not with the movie. Um, so basically, she started off. She was very firm in her conviction that um, a fetus was not a baby. They do not feel pain. All of these things. And then one day, um, one of their regular people, who's normally in the room, was out, and she was asked to assist. And she saw on the ultrasound. Mm-hmm this baby being aborted and how it fought and squirmed away and all of these things mm-hmm. and just it broke her mm-hmm. and so essentially she then Gosh, became the of that she then yeah. the the, um, yeah. the preview it looks like a fantastic not lighthearted but it looks like a fantastically well done movie they do not pull any punches here's what's interesting this movie is rated R mm. So, um, it's, it's rated R for violence. Yes. I'm sure. Um, because they feel that people will be uncomfortable watching the portrayal, of, portrayal of an abortion, which a 13-year-old can get without a parent's consent. And we're happy and celebrate. So, you cannot go see this movie without parental consent. But you can go get an abortion. Mm-hmm. This is my problem. So, uh, and there's been a lot of things. Caleb initially pulled out of their, they were supposed to promote it. Then they said, nope, we're not going to promote it. We're not taking a stance on this movie Caleb at all. Did. Caleb did. They've reversed since this morning. They've decided they will, in fact, promote it. But they were scared away from promoting it. Nobody wants to promote this. I personally now want to go dig into Abby Johnson's life. Why are they afraid um, to promote a stance on well, abortion? So, so why is Caleb? Because they, they, I don't think they promote a stance on homosexuality either. Okay. I don't no, think they. I didn't know that. Lighthearted Christianity. I, mean, I guess it's. Have to yeah. I, I don't listen to Caleb. I know Caleb. Okay. Enough said. Yeah, it's all contemporary. Caleb does have. There's a few decent artists on there, but again, it's it's right, just so they whatever sponsor is Michael McDowell. Christianese, you know. It, it, it's Hillsong and yeah, Lauren Daigle yeah. Christianity. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, but think about this though, because they Fake actually news. by name call out Planned Parenthood in this. 
it's a Planned Parenthood clinic that she's director of. Right. And the whole kind of opposition she then gets when she realizes, like, this is horrendous. I can't believe I'm part of this. They said, realize you're standing now against the most powerful organization in the world mm-hmm. kind of deal. And so, uh, you know, our, our pastor did, has actually seen it as a, as a uh, he watched the whole movie to, to kind of help promote it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he, he said, listen, you know, even the lady who's kind of over not the director lady who changes her mind, but the one who's like the enemy in the movie. He's like, she's actually a Christian woman in real life, but she plays a convincing, like, you know, horrible mm. lady in this situation. Yeah. But, but it, 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 it is, it's heartbreaking. He says, you know, when the movie was done, he was literally for a loss for words. And it's, and it's sad. We've watched the preview and just the mention of it and just, it doesn't even show it. But her coming out and just like, going into a closet in tears and just like oh my gosh I cannot believe this like I'm trying you know choking back tears now um, it, it's going to be a powerful movie but it's going to have a ton of backlash I I'm would, surprised I, it made it yeah I would not be shocked if Planned Parenthood puts up a lawsuit against me wow would not be shocked so it's funny though that Christians shy away from these things because they're afraid to lose their platforms yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're afraid to lose something. They're afraid to say something because I'm afraid I'm going to lose sponsors. I'm afraid I'm going to lose marketing. Well, I, I read some articles like uh, movie theaters were being threatened against Even showing airing it, I believe that. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the outcome of any of that was because um, it's still coming out and, and things like that. But, man, it's crazy. So there's, there's two more topics. Um, one of them has to do with Mormons. Okay. Um, there's two things within that. One, I just read. So one, the the Mormons, all of their leaders, um, were out of the country at the same time, meeting with the Pope to mm-hmm. um, what was it, dedicate a temple or something like that, which just it from from an end times one yeah. world religion perspective is fascinating to me. But then also, I just read something that was posted today. They're dropping the nickname Mormon. <coughs> Excuse even oh, from it won't even be like right, Mormon they're, going, they're only going to be Latter Day Saints. Yeah, LDS, I guess right. The Spirit well, talked to him, and okay, um, okay. <laughs> um, but I guess he he was moved by the Spirit and told that Mormon is not a name they're going to carry anymore. They're going to be sure, dropping. Yeah, that, so yeah, of course. That was a few months back, they actually announced that. Like, oh, well, I like just they, yeah, it was titled they, for today. It, it is no longer Mormon at all. It's like the. The Church Latter-day of Jesus Day. Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. You have to say that. Like, even LDS apparently is, is wrong. Um, but, no, recently, uh, I think James White brought it up because he, he, you know, he outreaches to Mormons a lot. And he said uh, there was an article that for the first time in decades, the Mormon leadership as a collective left and went to Rome to meet with the Pope. And right. They presented him with some Jesus figure. And I forgot, they have something. <coughs> uh, some Jesus figure. Yeah, go figure. But, uh, but, it, but it's this whole... <laughs> one more religion thing. It's yeah, like it's exactly okay, what it is. That's the Mormon is not a church, but that collective is crumbling within. They're becoming like super liberal. There's a few diehards that are like, "What is going on?" And then you got their leadership that just now went over to Rome, and so that the things that you have to accept to be Latter Day Saint, like uh, the fact that you have to believe that, you know, like. Somebody just was moved, and we're no longer going to be called the Mormons anymore. Yeah. So the last topic, let's talk Francis Chan. Okay. <laughs> that I feel like all I—that's all I have to say because there's—it's like a multi, 
Pronged thing. Oh, the point though being with the rated R thing for the abortion movie. Heidi's been thinking on that one. I'm like, I, you guys might not many things get to me, but that does. Um, which that whole, I mean, I haven't even watched any of the stuff, but the thought of the ultrasound. I mean, we all we have kids, and you know what that looks like, and it just, it's yeah, yeah, so much. But remember when um, Passion of the Christ yeah. came out and it was rated R but remember how when that came out I remember this because my mom took Brandon and I and my brothers but when that movie came out it was like as we all knew about it right. and as the Christian community we rallied together and it was like we are all showing up in great numbers yeah. with the youngest of the kids and that's what to come in for. to show we are yeah. all I'm not saying we should take our young children to no, see this movie. No, I agree. <laughs> that's and, not and my that's, point in this. But but yeah, that is there. They are calling for that. Um, people nationwide. It's been blowing up Facebook. Our pastor was even like, "Men, take your wives out on a date." I know it's not that romantic, but yeah. go see this movie. Like you know, and um, but I think if we, especially was, yeah. for those of us that are keeping our children in public schools and things yeah. like this, where they are forced and with believing know, that this is a normal okay thing that you can go do yeah if your 13 year old can go and have that then maybe your 13 year old should go with you to the movies to yeah watch i honestly believe i mean look up what the laws are regarding abortion if your child is old enough to make the decision to get a baby aborted then i believe that they should be allowed to go see this movie and i believe you should take them to see this movie because here's the thing if they're in public school if they're out there they're being told they can go do that well, I, and that I was gonna pray. be my point is yeah. that this is it's gonna get backlash, but it's not going to go anywhere, or nothing's really gonna happen with it because yeah. this is unfortunately the way of the world, and we right. and we can see this in the things of there's huge opposition. I think nationally, I think everybody would agree, or a lot of people disagree with the New York bill that went yeah. through. Okay, mm-hmm. just in in general as a nation, anybody that comes up and says really last minute, but no one's really? talking about it anymore. Right, nobody is talking about it. But I mean, if you're just gonna ask all people in general about it, right. everybody would agree and say no. Okay. Right. Well, but that doesn't matter. Right. Because what matters is what the powers that be and the things that are. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a shame to see Trump go, oh, man, yeah, it sucks what New York did. But then all of a sudden he's some abortion rights hero who where the really the only thing that he's done is literally been able to take pamphlets out of parenthood's waiting rooms. It's like, it, it's really not... It's really not that this level that we we think that it is. It's unfortunately the way of the world, but it's in a smaller number like this. It, it's it's in a smaller group that people actually believe this. Because um, like the 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 thing with New York, it's just like that. I mean, that's that that doesn't speak probably even for most New Yorkers. So you're like, where does this come from? Yeah. And that's the thing is it's it's more educating on this is the way of the world is going to go. This is normal. This is okay. This is happy. This is a choice. Love yourself. I had a friend in New York that was like, we're actually trying to. So everybody in New York is trying to get like New York City, Buffalo, like those areas right there, basically sectioned off into their own thing so that they don't have to be counted with their votes on mm-hmm. things. 
I, I, per, I told her I personally don't think it's going to work because why would they agree to that when they yeah. have all the control? Um, okay, so, but we do. Sorry, we're, Francis Chan. We're at like 55 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we so got to go back. Francis Chan, Brandon specifically requested this one. So I did this one just as a general but discussion. It's a thing. It In case important. somebody doesn't know, Francis Chan, obviously, he was a very prominent evangelical pastor. We can't kind of rose in popularity in the evangelical circle started off very theologically strong he had a solid base he's a great pat i've learned a he's lot got from him. some great stuff i do i like him oh, he grabbed yeah. he graduated master's um seminary and you know which is a, he was a pupil under macarthur and yeah and all that so um he has a strong great theological teacher. base great teacher i've personally learned things from him unfortunately somewhere along this line he's gone off way off the deep end now with this and even his terminology that he's using and a lot of things that he's saying now um it seems like he's he's a little confused or falling into this um new apostolic reformation type uh type thing and he's been hanging out with guys like todd white and 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 uh ihop Bickle. Is it Mike or Rich? I don't ever remember. Mike. Mike. Because you say Rich every I time. I say Rich every time, but it's Mike. <laughs> Mike Bickle. Um, I hop, you know. No, and hanging out basically with known heretics. Now, Francis has responded to these claims. And that's the important thing about this conversation. I feel is like it's he's a non response, though. I it is like a non response. I don't like it either. I Have you read it, Travis? Yeah. What did you think? It, he I, was to, dodging the point. It was kind of more like agreeing to the fact that people were saying hey you need to check against those who you're with but yeah. instead of him calling out those who he was with he's like well yeah. like my picture with benny hinn okay he asked me over. Just, i can't i can't maybe, maybe i should check these more but it wasn't like um no you're right i should not be with these same people and basically associating he would, myself. Yeah, associating. Yeah. There, that's, he that's tried what. to couch it in like, well, I'm going to go where I can teach, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like somebody who was not wavering would say, I completely disagree with what so-and-so is saying. Now, um, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Francis Chan's probably a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> okay. He definitely has and, more experience, at least. Uh, at the bare minimum. Yeah. Has much more experience I, I than I have. I don't like the term smarter, but I think but maybe much more savvy. More, more savvy. But his res, in his response, he yeah. says these. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I didn't know. I can't. Okay, if you are a man of God and a student of biblical, whatever we want to call it, you know. Yeah. Okay. I know these guys are not secretive. These aren't secretive. You know who these things are in the circle. You know who Bickle is. You know what IHOP is and what they're all about. You know who Todd White is and you know what Todd White is all about. And so you know these things. I know these things. How do you think that the people are freaking out? They're going, hey, why are you hanging out with this guy? And he's going, oh, I didn't know. I, I, maybe I should do better research. Some things he knows, and then he says, well, I think that we should, I just need to reach those people, right? Because if I go and just talk to people that I agree with, it's a waste of kingdom resources. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, speaking with people who are in agreement with him. In agreement with him, right. That's what I was saying. It, it would be a waste. That's what his defense on it, too, was a waste of kingdom resources. No, it, yeah, it's, I don't it see sounds it. like he's dodging the question. He is. Now, to his credit, and now, Brandon, you've kind of heard more recent stuff. Mm-hmm. What 
the what I would ask the question of is is he teaching something that is heretical or is it simply his association is concerning I have not personally heard anything that would make me go oh yeah he's gone off the deep end in the sense now he's teaching heresy sure uh, you know he's an apostate yeah I, I can't say that because I haven't really heard anything coming but you said since like 2013 he's been mm -hmm. teaching these things and some of his more recent stuff does bring a little bit of concern is it are there any points any statements that you kind of go Ooh, this doesn't sound right yeah but actually um in a lot i'm sorry go ahead no, well i was just gonna say like i get what you're saying but i feel like given that he's not manning up and basically denouncing some of these teachings how could anybody in good conscience even recommend him because if somebody goes to search for francis Shane. And they're pulling. That's up my brain. I can't. That's why in my podcast, so I, I can't. Whether or not he's agreeing with those associations, somebody might see him with them and go, "Oh, well, he approves of so and so," and then it just. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, so I, I agree that okay, so maybe it's cause for concern, but I argue that that cause for concern is enough to say, "Well, I guess let's keep an eye on him," but I can't in good conscience recommend him to anybody who's not very schooled in the word of God, very strong in, in where they're Take at. Take so. no part in works of darkness. Yeah. Expose them. And when you have teachers that are teaching heresy, like things like I've heard heresy come out of Bickle's mouth. I've heard heresy come out of Todd White. I've seen heresy come from Todd White. You could see it. Um, as far as what Francis Chan is saying, is he is he borderline heresy? No, but what he's getting to where his wording, I can tell, is is, is he's separating from the God. He he's going off on this on this weird building trip. That's like he's just lost his base. It seems like I mean, just his the his his strong doctrinal base. Not that he's teaching anything necessarily bad, but again, I'm I'm in full in agreement with I guess Lex on this is that there's no excuse because you're not supposed to have any part with these false teachers whatsoever. You're supposed to call them out, denounce them, mm -hmm. not work with them because you think that you can reach a cer certain group. Like that might be okay. You might as well just be like a you know just be a Buddhist you know what I mean like and, and then I could still work with you and then maybe I could try to get you to repent and over to Christ not you know somebody that's claiming to be Christian and teaching literally false doctrines and teaching a false Christ I don't know I think, I think it's kind of like Travis watches a lot of like James White debates mm -hmm. and he is I mean he's a phenomenal debater mm -hmm. um so he's constantly going into Muslim places and more. And That's he what gets, I mean. The thing is, is he gets people rag on him all the time because he'll do these debates within their yeah. holy places and stuff. Right. Like that. And but I don't have a problem with that. That's a theological, I, I, but, educational but level, though. James White, though, is very careful about drawing that line in the sand. But and he's not preaching. Yeah, that's James true. White's not preaching. This is educational. This is, I mean, he's debating. He's so, going in so there. So while and, I think he has friends, and Travis, you know more about this, but from my understanding, from what you've told me, is he may have friends in these different 
religions that are wrong, but he also is very outspoken about how wrong they are. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, he always... Right, absolutely. You know he, James White doesn't pull any punches when... when so you can look at him and go, oh, look, it's cool. He's got a friendship with this dude that he clearly disagrees with, but where Francis Chan is, like, refusing to even... And you should look up these pictures of him with these guys, because a lot of the things they're doing are these live events, so there's not necessarily, like, full video coverage. You don't know what exactly is being said if you weren't there at it so it's hard to gauge but the pictures you're seeing of them hugging and just saying great things about one another right, online cool. and I'm so glad to have my yeah. brother well, here and, 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 whatever. and Francis like, is getting really into this whole like like healing hand laying of hands thing that even that Todd White you know have you seen some of the Todd White videos I, you know, yeah. he goes like to the dude in crutches in the street in New York that's got yeah, a hurt knee he's like jump just jump yeah. and he's yeah. jumping up and down he's like yeah none of them none of them are drastic none of them are clearly like crippled you know no. like the jesus stretch out your your no. mangled hand and now it's whole you know it's it's not you know if he if he really had that power that god granted him the, the gift of healing yeah. why is he not in a hospital yeah. why and why is he doing it filmed to glorify himself right yeah i mean he'll say jesus but really look at look Demons at the attention he is getting yeah um, but I, I would say that the opposite end of this, and just that we always have to be careful, is this whole guilty by association. Um, there, I mean, there was a, actually a lot of talk before the Shepherds Conference recently because of the whole statement on social justice where some of the pastors who were going to go, mm-hmm. the leadership, didn't sign. So they were like, oh, they're, they're not with you guys, and this, so why would you even invite them again? And like, okay, that's, that's drawn a bit much. They didn't even have a chance to explain themselves, and... That's a little bit different than literally working with heretics, but then showing signs that you're almost in agreement with them. Yeah. You may not say the same thing, but like the pictures show, it's like, why would you even do this? And I would give an example. So MacArthur, a couple years back, at least he spoke on it a couple years back, I don't know how far back, he found out, and he was actually invited by the Mormon leadership to come up to speak at like BYU or something, because he found out that they were using one of his textbooks <laughs> And he's just like, wait, what? What? Why are you using my book? I forget which one it was. Like, but they invited him up, and he goes, "You, you know, we're not in agreement." Right. Like, if you co- if you bring me up there to speak, I'm, I'm going to talk about Christ, truth. right? Right. So, is there a time where you may go somewhere with people you disagree and speak out against? Sure. Them? Okay, the opportunity is there. Same like James White. He goes and debates in mosques in South Africa, so, like. Certain places where it's almost unheard of. But that's not preaching the gospel. Well, well, I mean, he but he does preach in his... Uh, in his way. It, it, in his debates, he definitely points it to Christ. It is a right. Um, but it's it's a public event where they've invited him. But he's but we're going specifically out. to defend the gospel. Right, right. So. and this is somebody that's coming versus somebody that's going out and preaching to a bunch of people preaching the gospel. To a, a, a large group of people in front of him, to a crowd of people that are attentively listening. So they don't know the theological differences between what this pastor says and what this pastor says. They're together in one group. So if I'm listening to this, I just think of Paul, okay? So let's go. We're going to go preach the gospel to a, to this group of people over here at whatever whatever thing that it is. Let's get a group of teachers. We're not going to group up with a bunch of of heretics, a bunch of people that teach false doctrine. We're going to go. We're going to go find somebody that's 
that believes in the trustworthy messages that they've been taught to be able to go and teach somebody else and not be associated with anybody that's teaching false doctrines. And these are false doctrines. I mean, this this healing crap that he's in, and I mean, we could go on and different for long. These are false doctrines. Yeah. You, if you're going out, it's like we were talking. It's one thing to go and debate these people, uh, uh, and to be with them, and, and and go to them and talk with them and, and have this dialogue as 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 a brother. But it's a different thing to go out and preach the gospel to the nations. Well, you've got false teachers. It's just like, oh, I was listening to, to Todd White and Francis Chan, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, this is, boom. I mean, what did you just, so that's just, my issue is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't blame anybody, like James White for going to a mosque. No, this is, I believe that the, even Paul, this is, that's biblical, that he would go to anybody, anywhere to, to, but this was to reason and to and to and to show them why Jesus was the Christ and, and to have this this dialogue. It wasn't necessarily he wasn't going to start off, you know, preaching. Well, I mean, he did go into the temple and preach, preach Christ. So I guess you know, I mean, I guess I don't want to. I want to be careful there, but um, you know. You just don't go to these places, I don't think, along with false teachers to preach the gospel, I guess, is I think what, you get what at I'm getting at. The agreement at. side. They're yeah. not going together as one team, in a sense, for Jesus. Right. Like you're saying that there's there's a delineation between James White preaching these places through his uh, debates and things Correct. like that. But he's not in agreement with those that he's going there. Correct. And it's clear. And it's clear. You're, you're not under any illusion that he is. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I think if you yeah. go to these things, you would be... Like, why do you have to go to Francis Chan's website to understand that he doesn't agree with Todd White and everything else? Like, I understand. If you're going to say, hey, guys, I'm Francis. I love you. I'm different. Um, I don't agree with with everything that he does. But I, you know, in love, I'm here to pre... You know, I mean, I feel like this would... In order for this to be okay, it would take, like, a lot of clarification to the public to even make it okay. For me, I'm like... Dude, you're a public figure and you're hanging out with heretics. This, to me, makes yeah, it's guilty by well, association. And a, I mean, to but me, again, but I mean, no. though, in Scripture, we are, have very clear instruction as far as within the church to be judging and looking at false teachers and how to deal with that accordingly. And it's very severe. So then to be like, well, he praises them. Yeah, yeah, and, and you see that, and they're hugging on social media and smiling and praying. Oh, I'm so thankful for him. And yeah, like, Francis, you can get the transcript. He even says, I know people don't like that I come here, speaking of IHOP, and I, I know most people don't like this, but I love Mike. I love this guy. He's great. He's great. I love this guy. You read the trans and listen to it. You can listen to it, the things on there, too, and you're like, what are you doing? Now you've just... We're afraid. I think this is where we're afraid to call things out, and we want to say, "Well, it's okay because we're preaching Jesus," and we want to bring up, "Well, as long as Jesus is being preached, it's okay." It's like. So, but Travis, your point wasn't that you you're not backing Francis. No, Chan. you're just kind of expressing the need because Brandon has done a lot more research right. on this than Travis. So, you know. I, 
and and I think yeah, and I don't think that's what Travis is saying yeah, at all. I don't I don't think I that's what he's saying. Clarify yeah. for the people listening, like yeah, it's it's the clarification of you know, he's just saying he didn't want to automatically assume something about somebody which is out. great which and is that needs we to happen when it right. first came up until i brought right. it up again and brandon was like hold on we have to listen this to this and then his like jaw had dropped to, yeah uh, yeah i threw francis chan out there and brandon was like hold on we literally paused the podcast recording and brandon was like we have but to i want you I, you know if you if you find the time listen to some stuff that's more recent yeah, yeah. and just give me and and then we can talk too though because I have I've listened to it and I've never found whenever I've listened to Francis Chan's older stuff I was just, I'm like oh my gosh that's amazing I learned a lot this newer stuff I I've never had Francis go where I'm like what what are you what I have no idea what you just said you just talked for thirty minutes and you talked about smoke going up as prayers to God and I and I, I but it was really nothing that you said. And I've never had that happen with Francis. It's, it's crazy. It, it sounds like the influence of these places is really... And it crazy. is. It really is. Because, I mean, if for those that are not aware, like I hop in some of these places, um, you know, it it's it's the heavy error side of the charismatic movement. That was an IHOP sermon that I just quoted, by the way. So you're right. Uh, <laughs> you're exactly right. International House of Prayer. But, but just Very like, dangerous. I mean, you'll, you'll see things of like gold flakes coming down and just like some of the most craziest things because it's all experiential. It's all, you know, this attempt to try and reach God through everything but the Bible, really, is what it seems like. And Mike Bickle is good. Yeah, he is very good. Speakers. They, yes. They, they know how to rile up the crowd. It's like, I mean. He's got me a few. I didn't know at first. I Bickle got me at first. And then I it, it took me a while of listening to him. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, but. Well, that's the thing. Is you, you, when, you know, we were called to, to rightly divide the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a problem with a lot of the church today is being untaught mm -hmm. they won't be able to discern some of these things i remember listening to i think it was like bill johnson and it took like two or three sermons before i really heard something i was like whoa that's way off the mark right because that he's not again they're really not even teaching like exposition or expositional <laughs> printing yeah expositional like if i'm saying it wrong whatever. yeah um but verse nope, by you said verse, it right they're not teaching verse by verse where you can easily point out like this doesn't harmonize with scripture this is way off mark. Mm -hmm. no it's more like they'll pull a verse out make some kind of you know unique sermon around it to just yeah. elevate people and it all sounds fine and dandy and you'll do that a couple of times until they throw in something that's doctrinal and you're like right. oh that's way off yeah <laughs> you know like that's not right at all um, so you you have to be able to, to discern these things and What's scary is that doesn't come out to the normal person though. No. That's no. listening to that. You, Plus theology yeah. refs. That's what I'm saying though. Is you yeah, and I can notice that now, it. but it sounds good to everybody else until we're sitting there and we're going, What? Yeah. I just had a heart attack. So Brandon and Travis will be starting a new series. Soon. You guys can check it out. They're going to watch gonna... sermons and they're going to be theology oh, refs and share their two cents. And so if you're a no, but seriously, we have ideas and it's going to be funny. And I think we're actually going to get to film it. Yeah. So you can actually see. We're going to get a flag. And we're going to get flags and whistles to like throw at the TV when the person doing the sermon does something wrong. It's going to be. We could do. We could do the projector, do the outdoor one, and project it all in the bar to do like the big. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the point isn't just yeah. it's not just to go and attack people be and be mean but the point is but that's the thing that becomes almost like the funny part of it but is because this is so widespread you don't notice these things like you guys just but said you watched a few of their stuff before you finally went whoa wait huh well, what but what's interesting is like it's essentially getting giving other people the opportunity to get started down this path the same yes. way they did because that's what you guys because did. you guys both yep. kind of started off with i'm hungry i need more and so you would watch and you would watch and you guys have been through the gamut mm. of just people and where they're at on the spectrum of Christianity. But a lot of people want to know. I'm yeah. sure that there is stuff out there that isn't true, but how how do we do that? Because it yeah. sounds good and it's just so little things. I think, things I think you guys are very qualified to be able to sit there and say, well, hold on, this is where I would stop it and here's why. Because you guys have done it, though. Well, but, I think, but I think, yeah, and, and people like this that, that realize that somebody else has a huge platform and has a yeah. huge opportunity to speak for God and, and the amount of people that they reach and how serious that I know that we both take it to see something like that is is to me I mean I tend to take it very personal sometimes this is why I get so angry at these things is I'm just like and I know Travis I have to be careful mm -hmm. um, and, but we crazy. both throw things I mean I both have just been so enraged but then I just think of like no it's a righteous anger Christ do is you, was, <laughs> do you do what Travis does he will then it's his mission in life to that day regardless of time <laughs> our 10 year old is then brought into the room to be shown this clip Heidi does that no, I'm uh, the 10-year-old in situation. Well, so he'll show me, too. Yeah. Usually I'm first if I'm available, but then he, it becomes, so his way of dealing with the anger is, is my, can my 10-year-old decipher why this is wrong? And so I he brings her in there. Yeah. And it's like, look at this, look at this, okay. look at this. So I think, okay, I understand your point. Now. I think yeah. what happens is it starts at our family table after Bible. This is right. why our Bible study takes up half of our day. Right. We start Bible study at, bre at breakfast. We are usually not done You're until lunch. You're gonna make Travis quit his job so he just so he can do this at our. Oh, and Brandon would encourage it. God will provide. Don't worry. Amen. So we start our day like this, and then by the time hey, we're brother. done, Brandon brings up some something, and I think it's how many people can be left standing. And like I'm the wife, so I really can't leave. So yeah. it's like the little kids will filter off, and then eventually Travis will kind of be like, "Oh, I gotta go get my shower, Dad." And the next thing I know, it's still me there, and he's like, "But Scripture says." How many times have you? So I have been known, and it's funny because we're we've done like back-to-back -back video or videos on submission yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel that I am still being submissive, by the way, when I do this. But sometimes I go, "Honey, honey." You know I agree with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this. Like, I know, I know. We are in agreement here. I'll, I'll kind of like wave my hand and be like, "Look, please don't be mad." But you know I agree with so you. So maybe why we're pushing theology refs so strongly. Brandon, start <laughs> testing my husband. Outlet. You guys can start opening up that form of communication. I'm going out of town. The kids Jerry are coming that they're going to be gone. So I like need to. I mean, we both. So. I know we both need to sit down and get the time yeah. to actually go through and start. And, and the, I need and I want to. So this you guys needs to be start that writing I make in about videos you would like to be um, or pastors, that, that pastors or sermon. Yeah, that'd be a good. Idea. Um, go ahead. What? But just and anything that you think would be awesome, like as a guy topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that you know Heidi and I have the Mary more than Martha, and we've got this great thing going with 
the four of us, you guys have got your thing going that you do, but I think there's there's an area for I would love men. The, the men to have more. Yeah. I would love to see more men step up it to the It started off here. as this like homeschool mom thing, yeah, but that's so not what it is anymore. Yeah. And we would love to have more for that. Most and I still think we need to do a couple of marriage ones, but we are no, now. This, no, it's, um, I mean, for us, I know it's, it's now, this has gone full-blown into ministry and obviously reaching. The whole family. Whoever, yeah, reaching everybody, so. Well, one of the articles I didn't bring up, so we're not really going to talk about it, was talking about how more people identify with their mother as the person who teaches them about mm. God. And that's so sad. Um, yeah, it was something like, horrible. it was like 48% or 60-something percent, 48 or something what it said that they learned from their mom, mm-hmm. followed by, it was like way lower, like half the amount said dad and we're we so firmly believe that it needs to be yes mom is important we are important i'm not saying i'm not important to my kids or to their spiritual health or anything but it makes a huge difference when their dad's not around to do prayer at night or when you know things like that so it's just uh, anything we can do to to Creative, I guess, market is not. Yeah, because right I think well, is. not market, but yeah. in in both of our homes, yeah, um, in in both of our children, the importance of that role yeah. in both of our homes has has done um, wonders for both of our families. Yeah, so it, it's something that we both that I more recently took on the role. Travis is has been at it longer than well, I have. So but many women are like, it, I want to show my husband this. I didn't realize how important the role was, but there is there's a lot missing there, and there's a lot missing from men there. Um, Yeah, we as guys have no idea how to be biblical men. We don't know how to humble ourselves. We don't know how to to go about these things. So yes, I do understand that there is, and and among the ten thousand projects that's that's going to be coming up. Yeah, can't you just put more on your plate? We can. I know. Literally, we worked literally all you day today. You insomnia. I don't understand. We don't really, anymore. We really <laughs> do need to start sleeping less because we cannot fit in. Or either that or we need to quit like lollygagging well, around Well, I've offered to going. help, by the way. So I'm going on record again. I'm sure there's another place where I'm like, okay, you have people that can help mm. you. So Heidi does not need to do Well, all as the soon things. as we, I mean, we <laughs> now. She's so selfish, you guys. She's all the glory for herself. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. All right. We're like an hour and 20 minutes into this. And our kids are upstairs. And I've been trying to get a hold of Trav to bring the chickens, and I don't think he did that. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Hopefully you enjoyed this, and we'll and be And take it for the fun that it was supposed to be, just kind of dotted with a little bit of serious. Yeah, so. but it was a blast, and thank you. Thank you guys for thank hanging you. out with us.